he was so silent. I, I, I didn't know what to do, <laughs> but oh well. We are live. Hello, and welcome to Pixel Pints. We are the only global gaming podcast that talks about two things, which is good beer and video games. McWomble is away, so the rest of us can play. I'm your host, Mitch, for this weekend. I'm excited, pumped, let's do this. We are doing your breakdown of 2022 in video games. We are going to go over every single title. And we'll get to that in a minute. But don't worry, this will not be a long version. We have found a method to smooth things over. But before that, I'm going to kick it off to my other host. I'm here in L.A., and but I'm going to kick it off to one of my other hosts that is guesting today. And we have Evan Piotrowski all the way from Japan. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> How are you doing? Um... Good, good. I wanted to forego pleasantries just so I could... Oh, actually, Mitch, you'll appreciate this. So, uh, one of the guys I work with, he's from Michigan, as uh, one of the three uh, English teachers at my school. He's lived in Japan for 14 years. He's only ever been a PC gamer. He's, he hasn't had a console since he was a kid. And God of War 2018 just came out on PC, and he's been playing it. Now, he hasn't... I don't think he's ever owned a PlayStation system. I don't think he's maybe even ever played the God of War game. So mm. he started playing it. And just from someone who has seen very little of the game and not really been embedded in, you know, like the PlayStation uh, ecosystem or PlayStation games or anything like that, I woke up this morning uh, and he had just this long list of th initial thoughts. And I, I just wanted to read them off very, very quickly. So he said... Uh, said, it's not so much uh, an open world as it is a 3D Metroidvania, but it's designed very well. There isn't actually a lot of redundant backtracking because of the, the course is efficient, quote-unquote. That said, if you want to go back to do something, you can do it. Combat gets stale until it doesn't. Uh, I'm always getting new skills and having lots of fun trying out different things. I've actually had so many badass uh, cinematic fights. I had an encounter with two ogres and rode uh, onto the other. Or I rode one onto the other, and it was amazing, even though I've already fought lots of ogres. Character planning is actually kind of overwhelming in a good way. I saw the skill trees and thought that's not too much, but the runes add a lot of versatility. Uh, the world is uh, F-U-C-K-I-N-G awesome. Uh, he loves North Norse mythology, and uh, he likes the characters and the story and how they're drip-fed drip through the lore. And he said, I'm immersed unlike any other game I've played in years, which is from what I've heard him talk about other games, that's like high praise coming from him. Uh, even though nothing happens, quote-unquote, because, you know, you're just climbing the mountain. I've com I'm completely sold on Kratos and his son, even though I don't know why they're together yet. Music and vistas are gorgeous, and finally the set pieces are incredible. I got to the top of the elevator, and the dragon did his dragon things. So good. Anyway, sorry for the spam. Love this game. So it's, it's actually quite exciting. So much so, I started playing God of War again after, like, two years ago. I'm like, man, you're getting me excited, so... um. I haven't played it since the PlayStation 4, and now it's 60 frames per second. Uh, 
and 4K, and the first time I played it, I had a 1080p TV. Now I have an OLED. Oh! Oh, wow, does that game look great. So I think I'm going to play through it again. I mean, I'm kind of in this... We're going to talk about the games we want to play, but I'm in this kind of lull for games I want to play. So, yeah, it's nice to hear people praise Mitch's favorite game of the decade and one of mine as well. The best game, Sorry. Of, best game of all time. Let's, let's ooh. ooh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I wow. went there. And uh, hello, Com- Commander Fret. Uh, favorite part was the boat rides. Oh, yes, the stories were always interesting. The The tricky part was we were on the boat ride, and then I always have to, like, circle around a little longer because I was like, the story can't be done yet. I need to I need to finish the story right. before I park. Um, well, th- it is the same animations, though, so that's kind of a minus, you oh, know? Whatever. I'm, uh, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, and then popping in and out, but he is here, and he is, he is clear, <laughs> and that is Liam. How are you doing? Well, uh, by chance... Oh, sorry. I, I just put on the podcast and now I can hear Evan's voice back and I'm being like, what? What's going on? <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm sorry for disconnecting as soon as the podcast starts, as is tradition. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing well now. I haven't really been playing much this week, so I'm afraid I, I can't say much. <laughs> no worries, not at all. And uh, I... Oh, thanks for asking, everybody. I'm doing okay. <laughs> Oh, we got to keep it's tradition. <laughs> it's, it's tradition. No, uh, nobody, nobody cares how the host is doing. No, no how one are you does. Doing? Uh, I, I, I'm good. I got my booster yesterday, so I felt like crap today, which is how I felt on my second shot. Which is, uh, I've had the had the the hots and colds, and the headache, with the exhaustion. So I just laid in this bed behind me all day long. I watched some football, and uh, some cooking shows. Um, I really couldn't play video games. I tried to play some Pokemon, but my head was just too banging too hard. I could not really look at the screen. I was like half sleeping while I was listening to everything happening in my room. But anyway, that's why I have my hood on and everything. I've showered. Yes, I did shower today, but I did not even. My hair looks like I woke up from like the worst bed head ever. So I was just like cover it with the hoodie. <laughs> so if you're listening audio style, which you are listening to on any podcast service that we are on. You don't have to look at my head, and that's great, because I just look like a Sith Lord, and it's a-okay. But if you do want to see me look like a Sith Lord, we stream live on twitch.tv slash pixelpints every single weekend. And to know when we are streaming live, you can follow us on twi- uh, on Twitter, and which is pixel underscore pints, or on Instagram, which is pixelpintspod. We also archive on YouTube as well. Just look up pixelpints on YouTube and look for that green overlay with the white mug with some beer and some pixels out of it and you are right in gear all right because i got my booster and i'm this way i usually would be having a beer but i'm not today because that also is not something you're supposed to have after your your uh your booster shot or your second shot or your first vaccination shot supposed i think it's like 48 hours you really aren't supposed to drink um for to help with the vaccine but anyway well i I don't have a beer mitch but but i do have a story that might make you feel a little bit better Uh, one of my best buddies um he he got um the vaccine shot on the 21st of december um and he got real unlucky because he was sick all the way from the 21st of december until the 27th so he spent the whole of christmas (laughs) feeling really bad well, the crazy uh, part like, was I was very one of, unlucky. I was fortunate enough to be the one of the first because I work in the healthcare industry um, to oh, yeah. get the vaccine, and that was in January of last year. 
So like mm. I completely forgot of how crappy I felt on my second shot in February because it's almost been a full year. I was like, oh God, this is killing me. But I'm fine. Mm. I'm happy I got it. I'm, I'm well, you know, after the you know, the third Bill Gates microchip in my arm, I feel like I should be able to do something like transform into something and I just haven't been able to find the power yet. So total joke. Total joke. There's no yeah, microchip fuck you, in Bill Gates. There's, I'll dare you. there's no microchip in my body. There's just You're a micro microchip. There's just a microchip in my hand that, you know, like you follow me around all day long with. So anyway. <laughs> enough of that. Do you think someone's Do you think someone's gonna make that movie? This kind of alternate reality what if situation? I don't know, like it could be satire or it could be deadpan serious <laughs> about uh all the governments in the world. I mean, uh, they make Christian movies. Causing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past them to make like a, a yeah. one to as a form of potential propaganda. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. put it past them. You know, there's an audience for it. Unfortunately, I mean, personally, I think what people are missing is that if Bill Gates had put Steve Ballmer in charge of the vaccines, that then we would have something to worry about. <laughs> well, Evan, do you got any beer? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, 5 p.m. here. I do, tomorrow is actually literally a school day for me, uh, but again, I'm not as disciplined and as responsible as, uh, McWombo is. And he's not here. Not like he's going to grab me through my screen and stop me. But, uh, I'm drinking, uh, drinking the Kirin Ichiban's body on the side, but, uh, I'm drinking Mino beer, uh, stout. All of their beers just have a plain black text. Yeah, sorry, this is the last one. Oh, you have the other one. The good one. <laughs> the one I don't like. Uh, and actually, I, I, I appreciate this. It's not like... Uh, For the record, the, uh, he was telling his wife that he drank the last one. <laughs> we, we get uh, a delivery every two months of a 12-pack of Mino beer. It's actually kind of hard to find in stores. Uh, so yeah, you won't be drinking this anytime soon. I don't think she heard me. Uh, I do appreciate that their beers are just the name of the style. It's, uh a very nice craft beer section opened in a supermarket uh, in uh, across fr the, the street from Kyoto Station. And I haven't seen a lot of um, craft beers from Europe or, or the States. And uh, Bill Burr has talked about this. It's like everything's like, fuck you, IPA, and badass brew and it's like eh, just calm down a little bit so stout <laughs> it's just a stout uh this has actually won the in the world beer cup for the dry stout style in 2009 2014 and 2016 however it says the number one the world's number one beer stout on it but the but it's from 2016 so uh how long can you stretch that I mean, if you win an if you, you win seen, an award, have you seen the car companies? How long can you put that on the label? Have you seen the car What's companies that? when they put it in their commercials, being like safest vehicle, JD Power and Associates, JD Power Associates from two thousand nine? <laughs> it's like it's twenty twenty two. It's like ten what years year ago. It? What? Yeah. you're still vouching about that. Um, so yeah, uh, actually, all of these bottles are from Mino that I have up here. So it's, it's a really really good, uh, very small brewery. Uh, I used to go to their anniversary um, event every June. They're in this park across the street from the brewery. They had this giant event, and then all these delicious beers on tap. But since you know the pandemic and all, they haven't done it unfortunately. But mm. 
yeah, it's, it's a, I like dry stouts, and yeah, this is really, really solid stout. Bitter, but you get heaps of chocolate, bit a bit of coffee, roasted malts in there. So yeah, it's just, um, I think one reason that they do just flat put, or at least call their beers by just the style, is because they're just really good at doing exactly what that style is. They don't really... Turn it up to eleven, like a lot of American breweries do with IPAs and that type of thing. They're just like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna make the style exactly what it's supposed to be, or at least traditionally, and we're gonna do it really well. So yeah, this is Mino's dry stout, and it's very good. All right, uh, something I completely forgot to mention because uh, people know I live in LA. I'm not near the water, so I'm not under the tsunami watch right now. So uh, so far everything's oh. okay here in LA. So we're Oh, I, I didn't know it went that far. Jeez. Yeah, the there's um, they closed down all the beaches, and then the the tide has pulled it pulled in the the beach really really pulled it in. Um, there's some coral oh. reefs basically hanging out with no water. In oh them, wow! Because that's how much the tide got pulled in. So, um, wow. I'm nowhere near the water. I'm like a thirty minute drive, twenty minute drive from there. So, I'm gonna be fine. Actually, neither. Neither am I. I was going to say, hey, how are you? Up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, was, I was wondering that. Yeah. Was that Okay, so apparently in Japan is not not nothing nothing bad has happened, or at least what we've yeah. we've read about. We're under a tsunami mm-hmm. watch, I think, is what it's called. So it's not even a warning. And I'm I'm way way inward. Kyoto City is way inward. There's no. Um, well, I, 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 I don't know, um, Evan, I've been following the news um, just for one specific reason, um, just because they, they lowered the tsunami warning um, in the early hours of, of, of today. Um, so I, I, I personally, um, selfishly, um, was like, yes, that's good. They, they won't delay the next episode of Attack on Titan. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, but I, also, I would... I'm, I'm very yeah. happy nothing will happen to any p- innocent people that don't deserve a tsunami to ruin their fucking week or month. I would say, yeah, I, was say I would say that's a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of selfish, Liam. However, yes. Attack on Titan is one of the greatest <laughs> modern animes ever, <laughs> and I cannot wait to see what happens in the final season part two. So, uh, no, it's just objective truth that uh, yeah. you. You th- you think about Attack on Titan first, and I then do. people second. It's I mean, it's pretty easy. But you it's know what we think. But no 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 no, it's not Attack on Titan. No no no. Nope, everybody, it's not Attack on Titans first. It's video games. Bring it back to games. You're welcome, McWomble. <laughs> uh, it's games yeah. first, Attack on Titan, and people is third. All right, so <laughs> what we are going to do after we're done with all, since we're done with all our <laughs> beverage, we're going to talk about 2022, fellas, because 2022 is stacked. I would say I could go on and say, and I will I will say this, 2022, I believe, may be in the running for one of the greatest years of video games ever in regards to releases. Ever. Yep, yep. You can hold me to that, old people. I agree with you. You could hold me to that. So what we're going <laughs> to do is we're going to play a fun game because we have so many games we want to skip over or talk about or just say what we're excited for it to come out. So, we are going to play this fun little game where I have a list of every single game that is coming out in 2022. Now, there are some... Some of these have a, a full release date. Some of these um, 
have a tentative 2022 and some of them we think are coming in 2022 but like hellblade is not on this list because that's not coming out in 2022 people quit dreaming it's not happening it's not happening so that's not coming on this list so sorry um so what we're going to do is we are going to go through one by one each of these games and I'm going to go, I'm just going to name the game and we're going to quick say whether we are excited for it or we're depressed about it. And uh, if we then we want to discuss about it, then we'll discuss about it. I know there's some that we'll actually discuss about and some of them will just go, okay, sounds good. Moving on. Uh, and to how to break that down, Evan wanted to do something a little special. He wants to relate it to beer, and I'm excited that he wants to do that because we are the only global gaming podcast that covers two things, which is great beer and video games. So therefore, Evan is going to choose the type of beer, which is the good beer and which is the bad beer. So Evan, what's the good beer? When we're excited about a game, what kind of beer are we going to say we're excited about? All right, and if, if you want to nope, do your own... It. Uh, nope, it's yeah. all the same. Okay. All right. Consistency. So... When when we talk about these games, we're going to when we pull them out to discuss them, we're going to talk about them in terms of good choice, bad choice. Good choice being a nice, dank West Coast IPA for short, like a legal document. We're just going to say IPA. That's my IPA. And I'm sorry if you're a big fan of this beer. The bad choice is a Hefeweizen. I am not a fan of Hefeweizen's. I don't like the banana, bubblegum, vanilla mixture in the aroma of those beers. I know it's a very traditional beer. Um, you know, like Bavaria, Germany goes back, I was going to say decades. Decades. Eh, you know, 1996. Uh, hundreds of years. So, um, but I do, I do not like them. Uh, I, I can have a few sips and I'm 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 over that taste very very quickly. So yeah, IPA and Hefeweizen is uh, what we're going to go for All right. with our picks for good and bad. Okay, so let's just get, let's just get started now. We are going to start with the games that actually have release dates. So starting in two days on the 18th of January, Ooh. we have Nobody Saves the World. Oh yeah. Is that a IPA or is that a Hupfeisen? And Can we choose a middle ground where we're like very indifferent about the game? Uh, you tell me what beer that is, Evan. You're the one that... This is your beer combination, my man. <laughs> uh, I'm very indifferent about sour ales. They have their place. Okay, it's my sour but... ale. It's my sour ale. Okay. I, I'm indifferent on this one. I, I, I don't even know what that is. Oh, I'll give an IPA because um, I mean I haven't disliked anything Drinkbox has put up, put out up till now. So oh, this is Drinkbox. Yeah, this is a Drinkbox game. What kind of game is it? Um, I don't even know. <laughs> don't know. I don't know how All to explain it, it either. It's, uh, it, it has a timed exclusivity on Xbox, which is a bit weird. But but oh, damn it! But, I mean, it's, it's Drinkbox, so. It, okay, it would be my IPA, but I can't play it yet. Yeah. So well, I'll say it's my sour ale because how dare they not put it on PlayStation, you yeah. know, first? Because because I'm I'm um petty like that. Well, Drinkbox gave uh, the PS Vita so much love when they had that um, 
That exclusive game, yeah. one of the best games on the Vita. The, the, the PSV that didn't love it back then. Well, yeah, unfortunately two, well here's, here's more uh, of the Xbox love. And in two more days, on the, eight, on the 20th of January, we have Rainbow Six Extraction. Whoa. That's us. Because uh, the reason why I say Xbox love is because it's coming to Game Pass day one. It is. Okay. For that's, a, that's, a, that's a half license for me. Actually, no, I don't even know if it's, it's less than that because I wouldn't even take a sip of it. Whoa. <laughs> it's the one that they give to you and you just go, <laughs> just chuck it. Yeah. No, it, that's, um, they, they didn't clean the taps. They, they need to clean those hoses. I, I, I mean, that, that, that that's no surprise to anyone that it's just not a game that I care for. I was going to say it's my IPA for now. Based on what I've seen of it, it's an IPA. I, my mind is open to be changed. Um, if it's if it's if it's anything like what the last Rain, Rainbow Six Siege, if it's like Rainbow Six Siege, but evolving those elements a little bit more in this one, in regard because the Siege really brought back the um, the str- the strategicness of that game in regards to you know getting into an area and creating self a plan of either defending or um, or getting into the the location and completing the mission. I think they're trying to do, by the way it looks, I think they're trying to do the same thing with this one, except add more elements. And they're also bringing back the, um, not bringing back, they're also keeping um, the roles. Um, I forgot what you call them off the top of my head. Uh, Operators. Operators, that's what it is. So they're keeping the operators, which then pushes me in that direction. So if it is that and they're evolving the elements more, then it's definitely like an IPA for me because I'd be way, I'm way more interested in it because it's not, pvp it's more of um it's it's against computer instead and there is risk if you die you lose that character to the to the aliens and i think that's an interesting concept that there is risk i mean i I, i'd be more interested in this if i have a xbox (laughs) but i don't so i'll just say it's a hess visor and and keep going with my petty picks (laughs) Well, well, that same day we got uh, we got a we got an indie darling that has been many many decades in the making. We got Windjammers two, fellas. It is my it's my Hifison because I have no idea what the game. (laughs) I've seen it, but I don't even. I've never played one. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm right there with you. I don't know. I've never seen it. The 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 only reason this exists is because of Giant Bomb. So it's a, I believe it's a Neo Geo arcade game that was yeah. ported. So basically, on uh, what what is that called? Unprofessional Fridays. The whole Giant Bomb crew. This is years ago. Got super into Windjammers, and they just played it all the time. And I think the sheer and you know Giant Bomb at least at that point was very um, I guess influential or enough so that someone was like, hey, let's do a Windjammers. Again, because I never heard of Windjammers until I started watching Giant Bomb content. So, but it's like you know, it's it's a it's a competitive game. You're like throwing frisbees. Yeah, it's like bouncing them off the people. walls at each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm weird. just not not interested. And the game looks cool. The original, like the uh, the pixel art, was great. This update yeah, one looks not very good as well. I, I will yeah, admit that. Yeah, yeah. Commander Fett, you're more right on that one. I think uh, the Rainbow Six is a hazy IPA. It's close. I just don't know yet because I can't see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, we'll take that. Yeah. Um, we don't know yet. If we don't know, I'll, if it's an I, yeah, just just below that where we're not 
it's pr probably an IPA, but we just can't. We just can't we see don't it. Know. We can't see it clearly but, yet. All right. By the, by the time this episode is done, we're going to have like eight styles denoting yep. our, our opinions <laughs> on things. All right. On the 28th of this month, we have Pokemon Legends Arceus. <sighs> Now they released a bunch of gameplay uh, uh, about this game the other day. Um, it's fifteen minutes. I watched a lot of it. It's on my. Uh, it's it's veering towards IPA on my, in my book right now after seeing that gameplay. Yeah, me too. I, I think people are being a bit harsh on this game. Personally, I don't think it needs to look as good as people were hoping it was. It doesn't look great, but it does look better than the last Pokemon game, in my opinion. I'm, I'm not as big on the I'm not my skepticism is not on the graphical side it's more on the mm. the so like after seeing the game I'm more I'm like okay they're a little more open to they're actually having you do like missions and like it's like oh can you capture this one pokemon for me so I can see its ears to see does it what shape it looks like okay you weirdo so, so like, sure. so, so, like you, you. so like he traveled so you have to like travel out into the wilderness and find it which is interesting my only nervousness is is it all just fetch quests like that mm. yeah that, that's a good 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 point um, but um, I do, but I do find that they they showed off a boss battle that involved you as the player fighting the Pokemon uh, for a temporary amount of time, and then and then revealing yours. They invite, they have a new system where you can, um, I can't remember the the titles of it, but um, when you're doing your regular Pokemon battles, you can either be more powerful, um, but take uh, but take less turns. Um, or you can be faster, but do less damage. And so there's a strategic side to it all um, that they're adding that I don't think was there before. So it'll be, it's it's on my radar. I, I'm like this much of buying it day one. I just don't know yet. Yeah, this is uh, this is either a hazy IPA for me or a Hefeweizen because that first trailer we got was so terrible. Like, I you know, it's like 15 frames per second and really choppy. And uh, I will say, though, and I'm just, you know, being honest, the, that 15-minute footage, frame rate looked not bad. It definitely yeah. looked better than the first showing. However, they really need Brandon Jones in there to edit their trailers because when the guy hit the narration point, he said something like, I'm paraphrasing here, but like, in a world filled with Pokemon. And the shot on screen was like, absolutely nothing but one bidoof like like in the in the background like don't you want the shot where there's actually a world filled with pokemon it looks so sparse and that's not necessarily a bad thing they're trying to hit what breath of the wild is going for that i know mitch does actually think that world has nothing going on in it i disagree but if not the same people working on that 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 world though it, it looks similar it makes me want to like this game because it was reminding me aesthetically of breath of the wild but i just don't know i just don't know i and i, I don't know if i can trust reviews because you get some people out there like the whoever reviewed the pokemon snap at ign that's like the, a terrible review that that review read like they were sponsored by Pokemon oh. Snap. 
I will say no, uh, I will well, say yeah. that one thing about like the the new one is like when it was doing the f- when they were showing off like oh you can uh, you can ride on a Pokemon by, in the land you can ride on the sea and then you can take to the skies and when they showed that one man did the hardware show how bad it is in regards to like how <laughs> it aged looks- it is because it it literally could not load anything it had to be foggy and so it looks worse also, than breath of the wild and that game came out in 2017 which well, well yeah we'll it's not a hardware to... problem it's an engine problem i think uh, um, i think it's a hardware yeah, problem but, because yeah. breath of the wild has a similar issue and will when we get to the other breath of the wild because i do think it comes out in 2022 if not gets pushed to 2023 but we'll talk about it in 2022 i also think that if that is if this pokemon is hampered in that way by this i'm worried about breath of the wild too and how it, it's basically going to be the same game with not not being as live, lively. But anyways, Liam, you were, you were going to say I, something? I, I was just going to say, um, to what Evan said about not trusting reviews, no, I don't trust reviews for Pokemon games anymore. Nope. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says, but Pokemon Sword and Shield is fucking atrocious. It's terrible. The story is bad. The, the animation is bad. Uh, the world can be pretty, but it can also be really freaking ugly at points. The whole open world sections are just useless. And, and people rated that game so highly, and I just do not, for the life of me, understand why. You know, because there's been far better examples of Pokemon games in the past. And and I, like, like Evan said with Pokemon Snap, I, I just don't trust reviewers. Because with Pokemon, I think there's a bit of a Nintendo sort of uh, little... Nintendo jump in there somewhere, and I think there's also a little Pokemon jump in there somewhere. Where oh, it's Nintendo like people bump. sort of it's Nintendo bump. Dub, it's a double, yeah, yeah, it's a exactly. double bump, and, and double, double bump. The, the and then double Z- Z- Zelda bump. gets the triple bump because it's double for just being Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got that trip bump going on with uh, Breath of the Wild. I, I Mar- see. Mario, oh, gets, yeah. Mario yeah. gets just gets the double bump because it's a double jump. <laughs> I, I will say I, I don't want to be mean to whoever. Um, reviewed Pokemon set maybe they legitimately did really really enjoy it but like like Liam said I just I because they give the most rabid Pokemon fans at those sites to play those games so I just I can't I can't trust it you, well going I, I hope it's good by the way I really hope mm. this game is good because I want to explore this giant world and and catch Pokemon I just I just see that and like there's nothing going on in this world there's just rolling hills and sky and like several Pokemon walking around. If all I'm doing is catching Pokemon, that's not enough. Well, going so, from, going from the game that almost looks like it has nothing to a game that has been touted for having 600 hours of gameplay, uh, let us go to Dying Light to Save start, uh, Stay Human, which comes out on February. Now we're in the month of February, February fourth, um, 2022. Um, they reclarified that. The 600 hours were if you were going to do all the missions, all the side missions, and then you were going to do all the different because it's branching paths and there's alternate endings or whatever they were saying. Um, that if you did everything, then it's 600 hours, but it's like 20 can, something can I, hours. Can I just say, Mitch, um, about that controversy? Um, yes, the developers were really stupid to put a tweet like that out there, but at the same time, I can't help but need to demean people a little bit for believing that shit 
I mean, I'm sorry, it's a bit stupid to believe a game like that could be 500 hours long. And com- saying that the game was, uh, you know, to complete a game or, or to be a completionist in the game used to have a very different connotation before trophies were a thing. Um, so, you mean so before I, Evan I, I, showed I, up? But before, <laughs> before trophies showed up and, and achievements, yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's daft, but, but I, I, I also think there's a bit of daftness there from people who picked up on that story and started running with it so easily. It's just like, come on, man. Like, you, you only have to think about it for a few minutes to realise what they were trying to say. Um, you know, I in a game with all of these branching still, narratives. Still, still, still say they shouldn't have said it, because I think it was a stupid yeah, idea. Yeah, but they shouldn't have. And I but, love, but I love, need I love, to be a bit more bright when it comes to this stuff. I love yeah. how another game, and I don't know what it was, trolled them by posting their own thing, saying it only takes 30 hours to finish our game. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah they said um it takes us 600 i'm sorry it takes us as many hours to complete our game 30 times or yeah something like that. to do that yeah to, to do that one but anyway Shadow uh, warrior three this one i'm going to say it is on my with heisen oh I, I, I have you played the first one? I, yeah, I can't. It's I, I couldn't. I could not get through that game. It was so bad. Interesting. I thought it was horrible. <laughs> I, I, for me, for me, I'm really picky when you when you do first person games, um, because I think naturally the game is clunky, especially when you do melee, and it, it has to take uh like something like I give them credit for it. Cyberpunk has a really good melee system built into their first person game. Like that's something that I will give them credit for that. Like they did really, really well that I have not had in a lot of first person games. Dying light just does not have good melee. I, I think it's horrible. And so I like, I had to put my controller down maybe after six hours. Cause I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I really can't. How was the parkour parkouring stuff for you? Nah, again, like yeah. I think it's like mirror's edge did it better. Like, I just, like, it, it, it was not as, I don't think it was in, as intuitive as Mirror's Edge's. Um, yeah, I, I felt like it was doing everything not as well, and it just, it added up to being like, oh, wow, this is just not enjoyable. And I guess I don't, I my the setting's not my cup of tea. I'm, I'm over the zombie genre and and why the, the setup for the story was pretty bad of like, oh, just kind of show up and just like meet these people i i think burkoff would be right next to you i know he is a very uh overtly um can't find the words but he he anytime he any chance he get he'll say i i'm sick of zombies i'm done with zombies type of things so yeah he's, I'm he's, pretty he's, sure he's, he's a right zombie <laughs> Out, outspoken was the word i was looking for what's uh what, what's what's, what's your what's well, your beers well, on this one fellas I was, I was going to say, on the opposite end of the spectrum, oh, I am the zombie stan. I love the zombies. Give me <laughs> yeah. the zombies. I, I, I don't give a shit. I, I, I ignore all of the shitty zombie fiction that's out there. Fuck yeah. that stuff. Give, give me more good zombie stuff. And and, and I love Dying Light 1. Um, although I, I can attest to it, early in Dying Light 1, it's kind of like you're, you're, you've got like um, <laughs> just a big foam like... Um, 
bats that you're hitting all of the enemies with early in that game, and you're just like, eh, doing nothing to them. Um, but when you get later in the game, I, I would say the combat really comes into its own and, and feels really visceral and kinetic. Um, uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for Dying Light 2. I'm not sure I'll play it straight away, because I think other games that we'll mention soon take more precedent. And, you know, for a big open world game like that, it gives them a chance to fix some of the bugs that will probably be there at launch. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a really good game. And uh, I'm really excited. It looks like they've improved on all of the things that I found to be problems in the first game. Yeah, I think I'm going to probably be playing this throughout the summer and enjoying the hell out of it. Oh, so, so this is my an IPA. So... <laughs> Evan? Uh, hazy hazy IPA for me. So I'm actually sick of zombie stuff in general. Although, Liam, as we both know, the only thing you need to do is hand something over to South Korea and they're just going to make it good. Yeah. Uh, exactly. They're, they're yeah. killing it, man. Not <laughs> embarrassing Japan with the quality of their, their shows recently. Hellbound was so good. And mm, that, that new it. show that starts in the high school, maybe it'll like... Uh, go out into the streets into uh, the city itself but that that was a great trailer for that um zombie outbreak film mm. or, or well, uh, series rather i'm like it maybe that will make up for the awful sequel to train to busan because oh, there was a sequel there, oh, no. there was a sequel to train to busan and it is god awful um avoid at all costs that's... do not watch palindra okay yeah so i liked dying light and i even played through the um the DLC as well, because I had bought the full pack. I like the parkouring, uh, and I, I'm a, a Mirror, Mirror's Edge fan as well. I think the second game wasn't very good, but uh, I will say, Mitch, like because there's a skill tree involved in that game, some of the parkouring is quite boring until you get like more cool moves to do, and then t towards the end of the game, you are flying through that city and no one can touch you, and you don't really have to fight, but I, I do get where you're coming from with the, the brick the brick wall or the wall that you hit. Um, yeah. The only thing I hated about Dying Light, and this like knocked the game down. I remember talking with about it with Vin on Podcast Reload. It knocked it down to a 7 to me. It's super harsh, I know, but the viral zombies, I hate those zombies. And what I mean by that is it's the faster zombies that every now and then... They'll pop out of nowhere, and they'll follow you. They're like parkouring zombies. They're very fast. Sometimes That's it's hard right. to get away from them, and you have to kind of just stop and deal with them. And later in the game, and especially the DLC, they just keep spawning way too frequently, where I'm just trying to get to my destination, and I have to stop to deal with this zombie. And they're so annoying, because you can hear them following. It's like, fucking leave me alone! Well, I'm just trying a, to get to point B. I know you're not B. a fan of Mr. A uh, Mr. X, so that probably that comes like yeah, that I, I guess, territory. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe it is tied to something like that. No. It's like stop. And I'm, I'm, of course, they're going to have this in this game. Uh, the other way, reason it's hazy is because it's been in development. They've pushed back the release date so many times, and the way they talk about this game, it seems so ambitious when they're talking about these factions and the choices you make are really going to matter and you're going to see it in the way the city evolves and then like how much of that is real and how much of that is marketing speak uh, yeah, we this, won't know until the game, game comes getting, out yeah the game in my my regards i think people are overhyping the game way 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 too much that that's where that's where my big element is coming in is like un, it's not as it's not as big as like cyberpunk 2077 when the reporters were the ones really 
boosting the hype. It's the people talking about this game that are boosting up this hype for this game, which is like, mm, I don't know. This, this studio is giving me the same talk I've heard for 10 years. Oh, all these plot points are going to make a difference in the story. It's like, okay, well, yeah. let, when I really see a difference, I'll let you know. Like, let, I, seeing is believing, bub. Like, yeah, so, bro. moving well, on. I, I was just going to say, Mitch, um, it's funny we're talking about this branch of narrative. Uh, I think there's still a question as to whether the narrative will even be good to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that's the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not too concerned about that with a game like that, but yeah, if it's. 500 hours to complete or whatever. I, I know what you mean about the 500 hours thing. Like, very clear, that means 100% every single thing in the game. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it is as the um, the the um, um, the product reaches the ambition, at least what the devs have been talking about with all those interworking systems and so on and so forth. Well, instead of playing Dying Light on the 8th, which is four days later, I'm going to be IPAing some Sifu. Hmm. That game just looks good. I I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Like it just looks good. <laughs> I, I I don't. I mean, once we get our hands on it, I think that's going to be the ultimate factor of whether this game is really good. Man, this game's looking good. Yeah. Is, is, is that is that a full IPA across the boards, fellas? I uh, I think so. On my standards, yeah, definitely. I I love all of the aspects of that game. I just love the the fact that you age every time you die. I think that's awesome. All right. I, I, I really uh, hope this game lives up to its trailers. I'm a maybe a sour ale on this game only because. Uh, okay, so I bought. I have a physical copy of Hades, and I've played it exactly one time. Earlier in the year, I played Dead Cells, and I just I'm playing this game. I'm like, if this was just a regular single player Metroidvania, it would be such a better game. And then everyone loves Hades, and I played Hades up until the first boss, and I died in the first boss, and it sends you back, and I turned it off, and I haven't played it since. I'm like, I, I will go back to Hades because that's say, basically you're doing a disservice, man. Sac sacrilege, but I, it's great. I will play Hades. I will beat Hades this year. I'll say it right now. I promise. But it's made to realize I do not like roguelites at all. But this and isn't the idea a of like you. Well, you, you keep going until you, you get old, but if you get too old, you'll die and you have to start over. I've, I I saw Giant Bomb Unfinished where they keep going in the same club and doing yeah. the same thing well, over you, and over. Because when you die, yeah, when you, die you have to do the same level, but you're just older. Oh, so once you get through the level, it'll move forward? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah, like you, it's you like sectional roguelite. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I, I would say though, Mitch, the way it is like a, a a roguelike in some ways is if you get too old and you die, you have to go back to the start of the game, but you retain some skills and stuff. So it is kind of roguelike-ish. It's just not a little more like forgiving. Very, it's a yeah, forgiving. A, a, a lot more forgiving. I, I would say. Yeah. But, but I, I imagine I'm assuming that the game won't allow you to get through it the first time your first life i should say unless you're really good at it i don't i don't know what the difficulty is going to be like um oh, that's we'll, we'll see when it comes out that's slightly reassuring actually this they're, they're gonna have to name this rogue roguelike roguelite system something else if games that were roguelites sectioned off so you didn't actually have to play the entire game again when you died if you cleared a certain section then you started from there i actually might get into that more you just call uh, but, it a video uh, game. 
just, just call it a video game. Because, like, seriously, if yeah. you if you if, it you, looks cool, if you die and come back until you finish the level, that's like every other video game you play that doesn't need a title um, of what kind of get video game it's like. Um, all right, so uh, this one can be a quickie. Uh, King of Fighters, fifteen. I'm a. <laughs> I don't know anything about this, therefore I'm not going to say anything about this. <laughs> no. Don't count. No. Moving on. All right, uh, uh, that's on the 17th of February, and also on the 17th of February we have Total War Warhammer Three. I am also on the meh. <laughs> no, um, not my genre. I'll say on behalf of one of my friends, uh, IPA. It's IPA for someone out there. Somebody's well. I, I know a lot of people are very excited for that. All right, well, moving on. Uh, then the next day, I think more people are excited about this. On the eighteenth of February, we have Horizon Forbidden West. That is a that's a that is an IPA. If anything was an IPA, that is a very very dank, piney, citrusy IPA. If there ever ever was one. Hmm. It's gonna be it's gonna be delicious, yeah. absolutely delicious. I mean, <laughs> it looks like it's growing from everything they had in the first game, and that's all you could ever ask for. Yep, mm-hmm. it's an easy one, and it, it looks more looks even better. Said, I I just can't wait to fight some of those new machines. I just can't wait to see some of those environments. It still looks gorgeous, yeah. and like I I'll have to play it on my PlayStation Four Pro, but it'll still look gorgeous. Like that game. Uh, really that game's beautiful. I'll, sorry, I'll definitely be interested to see if they can top the story in the first game. Um, when it comes to the sort of lore um, in the world, um, because that, that that first game is really great. It really sucks you in, and uh, I, I I must admit, after replaying it, I I do sort of feel like um, there are a few sort of teasers in there as to where they could go. Really? And, and and Mitch, you, you need to play the DLC because the DLC has some good shit in it. And I, I think there's a lot of stuff that's alluding to stuff that's going to be a part of the second game in there. Um, I, I Definitely. And it, that, get, that gets me pretty excited. I, I just hope the story doesn't get overly complicated with all these AI yeah. systems that were, that were set into place. And, like, they're going to bring out some of the other ones that were in there. You got, like, the, the red one, the bad one, and the 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 fail state one and uh, we'll see what happens just don't don't, don't i'm fine with a complicated narrative just don't overly complicate it hmm. i don't know about you evan but i kind of hope they've conceived this franchise as a trilogy because if i feel if if i feel like if they wanted to go further than that then maybe they would make the narrative way too convoluted for its own good i mean if if they have a story to tell in uh in a trilogy sure I just mm. don't don't stretch it beyond what it it, it needs to be. But uh, of course, these game. I mean, how much did the first game sell uh, outside of like PC? Like over ten million for sure, right? I, I think so. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll, they'll probably most likely keep keep making them. I just hope that they can, you know, n- not do like a Dexter season final season type of thing, you know, <laughs> or Game of Thrones for that matter. Well, oh, we we have a short amount of time to beat that one because you know what? Seven days later. In, in, in a compliment to it, which is probably some of the, the I mean, these two are neck and neck for people's going to be game of the year. Um, yeah. We have, we have Elden Ring. 
which I love Souls games, but I'm a meh on Elden Ring. Oh, wow. Sure. Wow. What? Wow. I don't see anything unique about it. <laughs> if, for our audio <laughs> listeners, Liam took a theoretical uh, uh, finger gun to his to his mouth and was pulling the trigger. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I mean, that's fair enough. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, sorry. Sorry. Oh, uh, hi, McWomble. Though you're gone. Uh, he's loving. He's asking how the PlayStation love is going. Um, he came right before Hor- uh, Horizon. Yeah, he, I mean, he came too late. Horizon, we already just did yeah. Horizon, so it's too late. He, well, no, no, he, he came when we were talking about seafood, so so he got here oh, just in time. I think. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, I yeah, I'm a man on that one. It's just it's, there's, I don't see anything new and unique. Um, I was more excited about Sekiro Shadows Die Twice because that offered a unique spin to the genre. I think it offered the combat is vastly different than than any of the Soul games that came before it. Um, so I just don't see what this... And I don't know what people see. And maybe they just want more of the same. And that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, to each their own. But to me, I don't see... I was... I was more excited for something like a Sekiro style change than a just Souls game that's a little more open world. That um, has a well, hot man. <laughs> I'll say that um, I wouldn't want all Souls games to become like Sekiro from now on because Sekiro has a very different kind of combat system that that. It's quite different to get your head around that by comparison that like the game you have to implore completely different strategies when dealing with Sekiro compared to Dark Souls. Um, but that's what made um, it, and, and, it, 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 it yeah. evolved something that you no, were no, familiar with. It, it made it I, something I don't new. See it, I don't see it as an evolution. I see it as a pivot in a different direction. Um, you know, which is great. I hope Sekiro gets a sequel someday. Um, but personally, for me, um, I, I'm I'm not that great at Sekiro. I'm not great at the timing of that combat. I, I'm far more pragmatic uh, in my patience and my ability to to sort of um, strategize what I'm going to do with any enemy and monitor my health meter and things like that. And um, I mean, me, I would be happy with a Dark Souls four because I, I love Dark Souls. Um, and Elden Ring to me just looks like Dark Souls Four, with a a new coat of paint and a new interest in world, and um, and an, a, a new kind of design philosophy behind it, which which I'm interested in. It could fall flat on its face, to be honest. Um, but I don't know. I just have faith that the developers are probably going to create a open world environment that probably has a lot more to do in it than most open world games. And feels far more cohesive and well put together than than most. Uh, all of the early previews sort of made that seem pretty likely, to be honest. And and ever since the previews, I, I've just been very excited for it. And I, I just can't wait to get immersed in that world. Evan? Yeah, that's an IPA for me as well. Uh, I've only ever played uh, Bloodborne. And it took one of my friends pressing me, and he actually walked me through the game, like, all right, this is probably the build that you want 
uh, and then walking me through how the game works. And then once I got to the first boss and I beat him, he's like, that's it. That's all I'm doing. He was over just for the weekend and he left and I was there to figure out the rest of the game for myself. Oh, and I good. appreciate that yeah. he did that because I was, it's definitely one of those games mm -hmm. that you hear, like the Souls games, right? You hear so much about how difficult they were and I was just so, not necessarily afraid, but like, I'm like, I just don't think this is the style of game for me, but I fell in love with Bloodborne. I played the shit out of it. We, we co-opt half the game and then he moved and all sorts of things happened but uh this will only be my second game however and speaking with liam and how uh you had said that they're probably going to set up an open world in more interesting ways than most other games that take a crack at it is because when you look at it and i can only speak for bloodborne when you look at these little i'm not gonna biomes as everyone says mm. now these little areas in each of the games they're so intricately and genius, not geniusly, I, I don't want to be uh, hyperbolic, just so intricately and very cleverly designed where things start, you, you feel so lost when you go to a new area, and the more you explore it, things start wrapping around each other, you, you find a ladder to lower, and things start connecting together. They're just very, very um, cleverly uh, crafted that I think that the, the whoever the level designers are, Expanding that into an open world game, I think they're going to put that from software touch on that open world where they're really going to think hard about very specific areas and how things are going to connect and wrap around and, uh, you know, this die hard. Go ahead. That's the funny thing, Evan, is that a lot of people would have already considered uh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 1, not Dark Souls 2, but Dark Souls 1 and 3 and Bloodborne to be sort of semi open world already in some ways because of their heavily sort of metroidvanian design philosophy behind them um you, you could totally miss big yeah. chunks of that game if you're not paying attention for sure yeah yeah um so, so i, 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 I don't think how, you're wrong right and i love how they realized like oh you know what exploring is more fun than punishing a player for trying to explore so just fall damage we're just gonna like m mitigate most of that because it's where we want them to pro poke and prod this world without um being afraid that they're going to try to make a jump and accidentally die and get, you know, kicked back to their bonfire or whatever they're calling them. So, um, yeah, I, I pre-ordered this game. And I know pre-orders suck, but what I do is I pre-order at a specific brick-and-mortar store. And be, and the game in Japan is like $90. So if I pre-order, they cut that down by about 10 if I'm going to put it into US dollars. That's the only reason I pre-order. Uh, but, yeah, I'm look only my second second uh, FromSoft game. But, yeah, I... Looking forward to seeing how how FromSoft tackles an open world is what I'm most well, interested in. I, I, I hope that if you enjoy this, Evan, I hope uh, it makes you want to go back and play uh, <laughs> Dark Souls 1 or, or Demon Souls or um, Dark Souls 3. It I, might, I and I have a PlayStation games. 5 now, so I could play mm. uh, the remake. Well, those right? games are so much better at 60 FPS, it's just like unreal. Like, um, sure. I, I'm starting to find those games borderline unplayable at 30, um, to be honest. I'm a big El the reason I like Bloodborne so much is my dad is a massive HP Lovecraft fan. And mm. I I think I think I know I, I knew who, what Cthulhu was when I was like 8 years old. It was very very strange. I went to go see I saw David Fincher's Alien 3 when I was in second grade of elementary school. My dad oh, is very okay, he took me cuz he was such a massive aliens fa uh, an alien fan. And uh yeah, maybe not the yeah, to take a <laughs> seven-year-old child too but I, I i loved it i ate it up i'm like 
they're saying fuck so much. But yeah. um, that film's kind of funny. So, I mean, up. I went to the first Resident. I went to the first Resident Evil movie at seven years old with my dad. So isn't it funny it's how completely parents are so well, parents are so conservative when it comes to the unknown. But if it's something they like, they're yeah. totally just like waving away their like yeah. parental responsibility. Like, Screw it. Like Alien Three is not. A seven-year-old should not see that film. Yeah, same but, with um, same with Resident <laughs> Evil. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, totally. So, um, sorry, I digress. Um, bl- the thing that draw- drew me into Bloodborne was the kind of Lovecraftian elements of it, and I like the aesthetic. And uh, Dark Souls, I'm not necessarily into that per se, but the the worlds look look interesting enough. And Elden Ring is kind of more my thing, the a- aesthetically. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, I'm going to quickly go through these and then you can stop me if you want to discuss because some of these I don't think we want to, but I still want us to give our beer vote on these games. Yeah. You ready? Same day, the 25th. Instead of uh, instead of Elden Ring, a- a.k.a. some people's game of the century, game of the year, game of <laughs> I want to masturbate to it all day long. Um, sorry, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh what was it uh uh instead of that you could play grid legends uh i forgot what our mad beer is called what's, what that? what's our med beer um, um sour met sour, sour. that's a sour mm-hmm. ale for me a uh, grid grid the Fine. racing series evan that oh vroom vroom vroom, vroom, vroom. I'm, I'm not playing vroom vroom vroom, vroom. vroom got <laughs> bought by ea vroom vroom this is EA's first game with um, Codemasters. Oh, yeah. Codemasters. This is right, Codemasters' yeah. first game that is produced by EA after they got purchased. Te- technically, F1 2022 was, but, but close enough. Well, it's our first grid game. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, a game that isn't an uh, annual title. So, so, so uh, this one's a sour for me. What do you think, Evan? What's yours? Uh... Yeah, it's a sour ale for me. I am off the grid. <laughs> Liam. <laughs> yeah, it's sour for me as well. To be honest, I, I don't know enough about this one, and uh, and I, I don't really get what makes it that much more compelling than a past grid in- entry. Well, it gets all, it gets high review scores, and that's all that matters in fantasy drafts. Yeah. So if you're looking for a sleeper, this is the one. Yeah. Um, all right. So after <laughs> that, we have the 3rd of February. Oh, no, March. I'm sorry. There are three games that come out the 3rd of March. You ready for this? Here we go. Quickly. Triangle Strategy. I know Evan's going to love this one. This is his IPA, I bet. No, I hate tactics games. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh. Wow. Shanghai and, Dan and... is going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm Matthew. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Matt Matt's wants to wait till they eventually port it to... Uh... It, it goes on Steam, Links. which they also did with Octopath Traveler. It sucks because this is what it's just, it's such a great looking game. Like, I want every uh, Super Nintendo JRPG to look to, to be remade and to look like this. I would play all of them. It looks yeah. so good, but I do not I do not like t- tactics games. I couldn't get past the second battle in the first Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, okay. I think I, I don't like them because I'm really? bad at them. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I totally, I, I wear that crown. I suck at them, therefore I don't like them. So, so, yeah. so also, it looks great. Yeah. So also like coming out that day, we have Babylon's Fall. Oh, oh, that that is probably my biggest. Um, oh, jeez, uh, 
Hess. What was it? What was it? The, the last. Oh, uh, Hef Hef Hefweizen. Hefweizen. I picked the bad beer. I picked a bit bad beer name, by the way. But whatever. We'll, we'll go uh, that's fine. That, that think... is Hefweizen out the Wazak. Okay. I think so, we're same. all. I think we're all Hefweizen yeah. on that one. And then <laughs> Gran Turismo <laughs> Seven. Oh wait, no. Sorry, I Babylon's fall. More like Babylon's fail. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah, because it got the word fall in its name. That's It's already got that strike against it in the oh, Marvel yeah. <laughs> Code of Ethics. Um, all right, so Gran Turismo 7 is also coming out that day. Um, if, if there was any racing game I'm interested in, Gran Turismo 7 would probably be the one. I don't like any racing game, so it's just not on my list. I bet it's going to be great, but I don't like racing mm. games. <laughs> if you're Liam, looking you're for a, a simulation... Um, no, I, I, I'm I'm yep. more arcade, but when it comes to simulation, I, I think uh, Gran Turismo has had a few missteps over the years since the PlayStation 3, but I think they've finally got the formula back again, and I think with Gran, if they just build on everything they did with Gran Turismo Sport, I think this one's going to be really good, and um, I, I think um, that they'll finally have a spot in the market again, um, because if you like Forza Motorsport, um, that's great, but it, it it doesn't sort of give you the same sort of simulation experience that a Gran Turismo would. Um, I, I wasn't I wasn't going to include this one, but I'm going to do it anyway for Matt. Oh. Matt, you better be listening to this episode. Um, yeah, wherever, where's the camera? You ready for this? This is where's a race. This is a racing game he would enjoy. You ready for this? Cho- oh, no, Chocobo GP <laughs> that comes out. Is this a remake no. or a remaster? No, it's just its own game. Uh, the, 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 there was a March sort of cho- cho- Chocobo racing game, I think, on like the PlayStation One or something. So it's yeah, kind of like a spiritual right. successor to a game, I think. Yep, and it's coming for the Switch. Yeah. So, uh, I yep, that that's just for fun. All right, now back to the actual real games that are coming out. Yeah, so on the eighteenth of uh, of March, we have Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to give that another. Uh, uh, Jesus, I can't remember the word. Hellfison. Hellfison. <laughs> it's a hellfison yeah. for me too, my man. Well. Yeah. well uh, uh, there's got to be a lot to change my mind on that one, so we'll have to see. Mm. Evan is out of half. Will they kill Chaos? Who knows? Where Will is Chaos? Is he on vacation? That is, um, in in recent memory, that is one of the most ridiculously <laughs> stupid trailers that I have seen. And I I like I'm obsessed with reaction videos. I know it's terror. It's it's like it's my terrace house. It's my like shit TV. To me, is oh. reaction videos, and I, and I fully admit That's it. Fair enough. I watch yeah. so many videos where people are like, "What the fuck is this game? Who who cut this trailer and thought any of this was a good <laughs> idea?" It's one of the worst showings that I've seen recently from a reveal trailer. And then the second, uh, uh, Damiani from um, Easy Allies had played through the uh, whatever the uh, they had like the a demo. vertical slice demo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, a demo, and there's that part where, whatever the main character's name is, and they beat, they kill Chaos, or they think they kill Chaos, and he's like, I don't care, and he pulls out like his iPod, and he plays what sounds like Limp Bizkit, and he walks away from the party. It's like, and Damiani's like, what the fuck, and he loses it. Watch that, anyone, if you're listening, watch that clip. Just type in Easy Allies, Stranger of Paradise, Damiani reaction or something like that, and it just. 
it just compounds how terrible the reveal was with that demo. And it's like, I, I don't care how no. it plays. I bounce <laughs> off this like a giant Super Bowl from a concrete wall. You know what else? Maybe you found the niche for this product, Devin. Maybe you have. Maybe, maybe this is the game that's going to be reacted to for years to come. Yeah, I'll I'll watch. Maybe maybe I'll just watch someone play it. Just uh, yeah. you know, a fifteen a fifteen hour long reaction video, and, and that'll be, be like that'll the... that'll be enough for me. You know what also Jason bounces around? Heavy rain. Uh, Jason. What, <laughs> so what else bounces around? Teeny Tiny's Wonderland or Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I'm so sorry. Oh. Uh, three, Teeny that's Tina. The, that's whatever. A, that's a, that's the 25th of March. Yeah, I. I... I have no uh, affiliation with Borderlands. I have no connection to Borderlands. I have no interest in this game. I, I love Borderlands, but this just... I don't know. This doesn't interest me. Um, mm. Alright, moving on. Um, we have yeah. something that is slightly interesting, I think. Uh, only because I just don't... I'm it. The first game was okay, and I'm curious if it's going to be upgraded a little bit more. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song comes out on may 19th now the first one was okay it's like a good first try it looks like they've evolved the mechanics a little more this is not the pvp multiplayer shooter this is an actual sequel to the original or the one this in the third person yes it's uh, it features I... a woman it's um I'm so confused as to what these games are. I've never played one, but I hear the name all the time. Like, I don't know when they came out, what they're about, what uh, I, genre they are. I have no idea. I recommend, Evan, you go watch the trailer for this one. I think you might be interested. Okay. Well, so, I'll take, I'll, I'll it's not take an IPA for trailer. me, but it's like a, it's like a hazy IPA. It's like, eh, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm open to seeing more. And it's got till May, so I have a feeling that we'll see a lot more of this game coming up to the release date. And after that, on the same month of May, the 24th, we have Forspoken. This is a hell of an IPA for me, fellas. Oh, okay. This is maybe um, my IPA of the year. <laughs> really? Um, in, in regards to underestimated games. I think that I'm, I'm excited about the writers that are working on the project. I loved final fantasy 14 no 15 14 sorry 15 15. i can never tell there's so many of them um i really loved 15 i love the combat system i like the elements they were playing with and i see some of that inspiration in this game too and god the the game looks so damn beautiful like the way that uh she transforms the water into ice and it's just so oh game is gorgeous and I, I i'm captivated in so many ways of curiosity about this world in every way possible so sign me up it is a it is the clear of clear ipa um i think this game is going to be um a hot ticket item um probably more than a hot ticket item that people expected um i i'm definitely right in the middle on this one like right in the middle for everything I like about it, I have something I'm very trepidatious about. Literally everything. I'm like, this game is being written by Amy Hennig and Gary Witter and a bunch of people I really like and I think are good writers. But then I hear the dialogue and I'm like, that sounds bad. <laughs> you know? 
I'm like, that's confusing. It should sound better. <laughs> and, and I'm like, ah, oh, this, this world looks awesome and it looks beautiful at times, but then it also looks empty a lot of the time. And I'm like, oh, but the combat system looks great. But but at the same time, that there's the character going, oh my god, I just did an explosion. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> but I, I, I think you're trepidatious about the trailer, but usually, most of the times the trailers do the over inner monologue talking in trailers than they actually do in the yeah. real game and also like they've that's only shown one they've only shown one environment i highly doubt that's the only environment you travel around and maybe yeah, that's see, and it seems like they're only showing concern. they seem to be looking like it shows only the beginning of the game and so maybe that's just the beginning maybe you know i mean i i like the voice actor that they've got because they got she's talent. not a voice actor she's more an actress in in life, uh, but but she, I like her as an actress. I like the other woman that that um, they got there. She she was in The Walking Dead. I can't remember her name, um, but, but but she's great. Uh, I I I, re- I think more than anything else, I really hope this game's good, and I don't want it to fail because I like all of the people involved, and I'll be sad if the game isn't what it should be. But but I can't help but be trepidatious about it. So it's it's definitely a sour for me. All right, Evan, where are you at? Yeah, I think uh, I'm with Liam for the same reasons. Now, Mitch, I like Final Fantasy XV a lot. When that game first started out and there's a tutorial with Gladys with the combat, it's just so foreign at the beginning. We're like, I don't like this at all. This is weird. Oh, to to the game's credit, that actually was added later. That was not the original intro. uh, Okay. Uh, which oh. I'm I'm very very happy for because I played the game years and years the, later. The but, actual um, intro is the actual intro of the game, which is the pushing of the car. That's the original intro of the game. There is no like I'm, I'm, go through this, go through the. You're in this room with Gladys to learn the combat, and then go walk and read about the world. Like none of that was in the original um, first version of the game when it was released on day one. Well, that's good. So. They learned from that and then updated the game many, many times. And then they learned from that and maybe they can bring that on to Forspoken. But what I'm trying to say is um, eventually, like you, I learned to love that combat. When you really get into it and you're like, it just, it gets to that point. And this, this is very true for lots of games. When you get into the flow of combat, you're just, you're in the zone. You're not even thinking about it. It's just natural. You're doing it and you're just phasing in and out with Noctis and you're throwing your sword, you're doing these combos, you're ordering your crew to take care of the enemies, and it's just, when you get in that zone, it's so good. So, like you, I think I do trust them. Like, they took from Final Fantasy XV, they improved it, they released the game eight times with so much DLC, it's confusing. But then they got to a point where it made sense, and the combat was good, and tightened up, and so this is, like, another shot at that, so maybe it isn't even better. Um... And but but also as Liam had said, like the the writers on there, Amy Henning and uh, Gary Witta, two names like oh you have my attention, and then you hear the oh fuck I fucking sh-. she does not sound like this at all. But why is she southern? She's like oh fuck oh fucking f- I shot that lightning bolt right out of my fingers. Holy shit! I do declare. <laughs> I do declare. Oh, no, now she's now she's, now she's a Southern Belle with a I, lemonade and a uh, sorry, little I, handkerchief. I, I, got, I got done watching. Um, so on HBO Max they have uh, the Roots TV series. 
Oh, like so, the yep old school proper yep. roots. Yeah, and I've only seen the first two episodes of it ever show. in my life, so I decided to watch the whole series, and that's also what I was doing in bed the last two days. Um, Prepare to be depressed. But uh, I, yeah, but I I, I begin yeah. a lot of that. Oh, su- yeah. I begin a lot of that Southern master, and I do declare, oh. don't you talk about only that around that boy. Only Mitch would get a booster shot and then watch Roots. <laughs> like, what kind of combination of things is that? Uh, so, um, yeah. I mean, just... I mean, it helps with the self-pity, right? Like, uh, yes. <laughs> some people have got it worse. Uh. Oh, right, there you go. Yeah, try to balance things out, right? But yeah, so there's like, like Liam, to, just to wrap this all up, like, I see a lot of good, but I see a lot of I'm not sure yet. I hope it's good, because there's a lot there to, to like, and the team behind it, I have, I have hopes for. So which one? So which that, one is? Hope, so which one is it, Evan? Is it a? Is it a smoky I'll, IPA? I'll push it towards a hazy IPA. Hazy, hazy, hazy. Okay. I'm being that. That is that is me at my most op- optimistic okay. for this game. Okay. Um. All right. Moving on to a game that I am all in that grill of the McHyland, uh Saints Row. Because, holy cow, the thing looks too realistic. And I can't believe I'm saying that about a video game. But for a game that I love how much it is meta and is very much a fourth wall breaking game, this this seemed to have lost all the charm that it had. Um, and it just looks like GTA on drugs, which is okay, <laughs> but not exactly what... I've come to love about the the Saints Row series and I think because they've been gone for such a long time I think they had a really ample opportunity to be able to really blow our minds especially with the way technology has evolved um, to really do something amazing with a new Saints Row game and I feel as if they are falling really short and maybe they're just hiding it I don't know but right now it seems to me not like a legit Saints Row game um, yeah, I kind of get that, to be fair. Um, to be honest, I don't like the new cast of characters. They seem kind of... I I, I don't know, just uninteresting and yep, like awesome. they should be more eccentric. <laughs> um, uh, and I, 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 I think the game looks beautiful, but I kind of get what you mean about like maybe having a more cartoonish art style would really sort of benefit the kind of Saints Row vibe. Well, um, I don't even think I don't even think the art like yeah I get what you mean, yeah. But I think because of what you said about the characters just then of like how oh, they're right. not no, interesting, I think if that's they kept this art style, yeah, if they kept this art style, I think they could still pull it off. It's just they have to have the right characters, and I think the characters right. are too okay. serious. Okay, I totally get you now. Yeah, I I I agree. I I totally agree. The only thing. That, that I, I have motivated me is um, I've seen the gameplay and the gameplay looks great. Um, so I can't like be too negative about it and I know I'm just going to play this in co-op with a buddy and probably not care that much about the story. I'll probably just have a really good time mucking around with the open world. So that for that reason, I'm, I'm, I like, I get everything you're talking about but, but I would say I'm like a hazy IP, IPA about it. Evan, you love Saints Row the Fourth. 
Uh, where, actually, I, I do. Where, where, where is your thought on this one? Uh, this is a sour ale. Uh, only because, uh, you know, Rafa, I love you, buddy, but I just don't. So I, I played a huge amount of GTA three, a decent amount of GTA four. I beat GTA five, and I probably spent more time golfing in that game than anything else. <laughs> all drunk with my friends, but. I just, I really don't care about those games. And I never, like, the Saints Row franchise was, wasn't even in my peripheral. Until, I'm just not interested in the way it looked, what you do in the game. Uh, I don't care about driving in a semi-realistic city. Like, I played um, 10 or 15 minutes of, uh, what's the game? The tech, the tech open world game, Watch Dogs. Oh yeah, what right? I I lived in Chicago for two years, right? I'm from Milwaukee. I my oh. a big chunk of my family lives in Chicago. You start that game off in Rig in Wrigley Field, like I know that neighborhood. I know it very, very well. I know the highway very, very well. Did not care. I, I stopped playing after fifteen minutes. The San Francisco yeah. one, Watch Dogs two, I played the demo, not my thing. So I've tried. And the only thing that got me into Saints Rose Four is people saying like it's not what you think it is. You're like a superhero. You fly around the city and it's ridiculous and it's fun. And I know that they've always cranked it up to 11 to differentiate themselves from Grand Theft Auto because you have to. Because you cannot be take to, you can't be Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. So you have to find a new, like another hitch, right? And I'm glad I took the, the I, I dove into um, Saints Row 4 because that game is awesome. But this game is not that. They're going back to. I guess closer to Saints Row Three, which I know a lot of people really, really like that game. And Liam, I I do get where you're coming from. Where if I could like if I could sit on the the, the couch with my brother and play this game, I'm sure I would have an absolute yeah. blast. That's almost guaranteed because the mm. game does like the the final trailer, the actual reveal trailer they showed, not the CG one from the initial reveal. That um, it's like okay, this looks fun, and I'm sure it is, but. I just, I can't get past that, like, I don't want to drive around a city and shoot guns and, like, just all that type of stuff. It just doesn't really, really interest me that much. But, yeah. but, but saying this, I do understand why people want to play this game. I mean, I, I totally agree with both of you. And, and to be honest, even with my general excitement of playing this with a friend, I still consider Saints Row to be a heavy, sort of, poor man's Grand Theft Auto. So... It's just it doesn't have the same appeal to me. All right. Is Keith da is Keith David a uh, going to be in this game as a Probably character? Probably not. That's that's another that's knock it. against it. That's that that's disappointing because disappointing. he was one of the best parts about Saints Row Four. <laughs> All right, moving on. The final game that has a release date, and then we'll move to speculative games. Uh, we have. Do you guys know what it is? Starfield. Starfield. Oh, yeah. All right. Burkoff, Burkoff, you're with us in spirit. I, I feel you. I feel your presence through the ether. Um, Should I go first before you guys probably rip into this one? Uh, be my <laughs> guest. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I, I can't wait for this game. Um, while, while fully acknowledging that it might not be everything I hope it to be. Uh, but but I think even if it is some of what I'm hoping it'll be, I'll still enjoy the hell out of it because I, I I love those Bethesda style games, and I, I don't think Fallout Four was as bad as a lot Mitch, of people. Mitch, please it was. smile while Liam is talking. You have to smile <laughs> while Liam is talking. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. does, does the rule impact your tool, Mitch? <laughs> I want, yeah, yeah, how does this work? This, this is kind this of might a gray be a bit zone here. You, you yeah. might have uh, to sorry, take Liam. up some of the slack gear, um, Evan. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I just love it. I, I love that Bob Howard wants to do a deep and interesting sci-fi universe. All of the stuff that they've put out there about it already that I've read sounds really interesting and super awesome. And I'm like, yeah, th this could be like a sci-fi universe that could be held next to something like Mass Effect, you know? And I'm like, yeah, super cool. That sounds interesting. And then it's all about the finished product and how all of these things come together. And if every planet feels the same or different, you know, um, I, I, I think, I think people have miss, you know, because Fallout seventy six is a piece of shit game, and it was not made by Bethesda's main team. And Bethesda's main team have been busy working on this game since they wrapped up Fallout four, and they knew they were going to be doing this game for a long time because that that's why they tried to make fallout 76 into this big deal and uh, and i've known they've been working on starfield since the end of fallout 4 for a long time and uh, and I, I think production has gone smoothly i haven't heard anything to, to the contrary on that uh, and i can't help but be very excited for it and i do think i think they recognize they must recognize that their engine is hot garbage when can compared to every other engine that that is <laughs> running games these days. And I I hope to God they've made the right upgrades and and changes to their to their internal engine because oh my God they need to do that. But yeah, that this is an IPA for me, and I'm I'm really excited, and I hope it lives up to its potential. I'll be quick. Uh, it's a sour <laughs> ale for me. One, I can't play it because. <laughs> I only have a PlayStation Five. Uh, I'm not, I'm not much of like a space game guy. It's not to say that I wouldn't play one if the narrative was was interesting, but uh, I just I don't know about. I haven't been following the game. I don't know much about it. So it, for me, it's a sour. Uh, I'm Mitch. legally obligated to say that <laughs> Bethesda is an amazing studio that makes amazing video games. Um, with that being said, uh, I cannot make a vote on this one because uh, uh, Bethesda is an amazing studio that makes amazing video games. But I will say, for an amazing studio that makes amazing video games, uh, we know nothing about this video game. Just saying. And there was another game that we didn't know a lot about this game last year. It didn't go so well. But Bethesda is an amazing studio that makes amazing video games. What, what was the other game? Sorry, I've forgotten. May have a 277 in there. Oh, Cyberpunk. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. But that one's not bad, Bethesda. So you could shit on that one as much as you like. <laughs> but again, uh, we don't know anything about this game. We, we've seen nothing. So I don't, I don't know what this game actually is. So, but right. Bethesda well, since, makes since amazing you can't games. say it, Mitch... Since you can't say it, I can say there may be a connection between Cyberpunk 2077 and Starfield. Some person may be drawing that conclusion. I don't know. But but it probably could be somebody here, but it might not be. Who who was right about that? When when everyone else was telling, you're crazy. You're crazy. And I said, no, Cyberpunk's going to go bad. I promise um, you. Yeah, I, I, I was saying the same thing, but I, I didn't think it would be half as broken as it was. 
I thought, yeah, six months, it'll be good. Oh. But I will say this about Bethesda. They do make their release dates. Yeah. Regardless of how well it goes. Yeah. We'll see if they can can pull it off in the middle of the pandemic. But they do make amazing video games. Moving on to other games. <laughs> Before I get sound like a broken record. I'm so sorry. I'm contra- contractually obligated to say so. And uh, hopefully I didn't break any rules with my... Um, with with the way I was uh, sneaking in some other inputs on there. But anyway, um, McWomble hopefully doesn't come for my job. Uh, so let's go to the games that don't have release dates. There's a lot of them. So we're just going to go really quick through a lot of them and then maybe stop at three or four along the way. But here's what I got of thinking 2022. And we'll probably just do the heavy hitters. So first one on my list I see is Ghostwire Tokyo. I am a total Mikhavin on that one for me, fellas. Um, Starting to sound like a Jewish word. Uh, I'll take it. I think, I, I, I think everyone knows what, what you mean. I'm a hazy IPA. I, I, like, I like seeing new ideas or something that I haven't seen before. You see the same shit over and over. It's like, all right, this is different. I'm, I am interested. I, you know, I, obviously, I live in Japan, so that probably says something about my choice here. Uh, but I like seeing something that lo- doesn't look like anything else. Although, gameplay-wise, I don't know how deep the combat is or how polished it is is another issue yeah. here. So yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm on the fence a little bit. Is that a hazy? I suppose that's a hazy for me. Liam? Yeah, I, I, I'd say I'm the same. Because despite all of the trailers, we still don't have a very good idea of how the game will work. Oh you know, shit! Like story I'm sorry, I can't just... say I can't say that, fellas. Bethesda's an amazing studio that makes amazing yeah. video games. I can't say that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Never mind. Don't, don't worry, Mitch. Don't worry. We, we know you love this game, and we know I, you love Bethesda. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I think one thing, you know, even though um, I can't remember her first name, but but Mac, uh, Naknamura, um, who, who was the developer on this, uh, left the project. Which is a shame because she's just entertaining as hell and oh, and uh, Ikumi, she's been involved Ikumi in, yeah, Nakamura, it, yeah, yeah, Ikumi Nakamura. She's awesome. It's such a shame she couldn't finish her game, uh, yeah. but at least it seems that that wasn't anything to do with like some sort of conflict going on. It was more to do with her being pregnant and um, I guess Turned wanting maybe. to do something else afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and and I I trust Shinji Mikami like. Um, that that guy has done nothing to make me not trust him on anything he's doing. Oh, so always give him a chance. Nah. Yeah. Exactly, and maybe the fact that the game isn't out yet is a good indication that he's like, yeah, we're going to sort this out and we're going to ship a really good product in the end. There, and, and I could see this being a sleeper hit of the year, kind of the way Deathloop was last year. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm sort of excited, a little bit trepidatious, but but excited all the same. Bayonetta three. Now I'm an IPA on that. Um, IPA. I I I tried playing Bayonetta two on the Switch and found the. I found it kind of hard to play with. Okay, first of all, I played it in handheld mode, so so that, that that's your that's your mistake. You, know, you gotta uh, have a pro that, controller. That is bro. my mistake. Pro controller, bro. Pro controller. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. With it's horrible. I mean, See, I, I, I wasn't so home. 
I, I, I was in Scotland at the time. <laughs> so you can still. Oh, where, oh, where are you? Well, I it see, still yeah. doesn't matter. You can still kickstand <laughs> that baby and put a pro controller in your hands. I do that even at the airport. I, I like can the first kickstand that baby. You can even if I think it's a bit baby. overrated. I do not think but, it's overrated. But I, 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 I feel like I'd be far more interested in Bayonetta 3 if it was on a PlayStation 5 and I could play at 60 frames per second. Well, that is 100%. I will say, that, that's a, yeah, that's I, a good statement. I will say, yeah. after playing Bayonetta, the first two Bayonets, and then playing uh, Devil May Cry 5, Both, I, yeah. I vastly prefer uh, Bayonetta 3. I mean, Bayonetta's. Um, oh, gameplay uh, really? is so much better. I feel I think the Witch Time is clever, which adds a new element to the gameplay, and you don't get that with Devil May Cry. Um, I think I think they're I think they're both good. They each have their own flavor, and it just depends what flavor you like. But I think they both ma are masters in the in the genre, and so I'm really excited because they're integrating Bayonetta Three is integrating the monsters more in the summonings, and I think that's going to be cool because it looks like you're going to have monster battles, and that's going to be freaking sweet. Because imagine that. So moving on, yeah. uh, we have. Uh, before I forget, do do do, go down the list. Uh, we have oh, God of War, Ragnarok. Oh, that's a Hefeweizen, man. That's a that's a bunch of banana bubblegum right in my face. Just it, like <laughs> if there's like two boobs, one was bubblegum, one was banana. It's like mush. Does that make Kratos' boobies, his man bums, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm at a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, exactly. I'm at a hazy IPA. <gasps> really? Why? It looks too similar? No. Is your main No, it's not that. Issue? It's that um, they're wrapping up the Norse saga in one game. My nervousness is the story, I... the story will feel rushed. That gets me excited. That gets me excited. Let's go. Uh, I want to see other... I want to see other cultures, I just gods I, represented in games going forward. I'm Let's go. I'm totally, on. I'm totally on board with that, fellas. I'm totally on board with that. Mm. My nervousness is how how slow and meticulous the first game was. I feel like this one might go 500 miles an hour, and it might be feel, felt a little rushed because he, where where we left off in the first game, we left off with Freya pissed off at Kratos for killing her son. We have spoilers, by the way. Fast forward uh, yeah, several spoilers. minutes if you, if you haven't. You, you, uh, don't uh, don't don't say the. So, there's a certain name that maybe you shouldn't say. You I'm not going to say his name. But the okay, the, okay. The, yeah, but yeah. the but the boy is basically learning. He has another identity to himself and trying to. So so he's supposed to self discover himself as a human being, as an adult, and what he was because he was portrayed to be a certain person which has a certain fate and whether he should follow that fate or not. There's just a lot of plot lines here. And then on top of that, you have to have somehow the winding story with the father and the son in their relationship. And then on top of that, you still have to figure out a way to have it all end. Like is mm. basically well, my disappointment is like, are we not going to get like any big is Odin just not going to show up in this game? Like how do you throw Odin in? How does it's way too much? I, I feel I like you I need. I, think, I feel like you need do. two more games for this to happen. Um, two well, more. You know, the, thing, the thing is, Mitch. This right, one and one key, more to finish it off, like set up they, the big they battle. Set, they, 
they said that this is the end of the setting being in Norse mythology doesn't mean that the characters from Norse mythology don't have a part in the next game. That's my theory. Nah, I think. nah. I think I think I think they're gonna because I think when, just... when you have a way to travel between dimensions, you know, with the bridge, um, uh, <laughs> I, I think they could do all kinds of things, and I think they're gonna get really kind of crazy with what they do next. But I, I, I do I think, think... Um, because there, there's a lot of art and there's a lot of ideas that that have been put out there over the years uh, that were actually made by Corey Barlock himself. Uh, back when he was developing God of War 1 and God of War 2, uh, because he was sort of, like, inextricably tied to both of those games' development. And even God of War 3, because, I mean, he wrote it, but, but he didn't, like, he wasn't really attached to that game. Uh, and he had a lot of really interesting ideas that you could find in the special features for those games. Um, like, you could you could go back into those games and look at them now, including stuff that took place in the modern day and, and uh, basically... Um, uh, there was something about the Greek gods like uh, following Kratos into um, Egypt, and I feel like that's exactly where they're going to go with it. You know, like instead instead of um, Zeus, it's going to be Odin, like following. Give me a new. Give, give me Anubis. Give me give me Ra. Yeah, yeah. All that. Be great. I yeah. I, I think so no good. matter what, I think Corey Barlock has a plan. I think he's going to pull it off. And they've already said that this game's going to be quite a bit longer than the last one. Um, well, it's sad to see. I, I have a feeling. I, I feel. I, I would be fine with it if the end of this game ended up being he he fucked everything up again, and he completely destroyed the North's area, and seeks for a a different kind of re, of, of isolation, and and the sands um, is the better part of, or tries to like, you know, I don't know. I, I just. I don't know. I, I, I don't I'm, think they'll regress his character. I'm, but I'm, I think it'll I'm have something to do with fate. I'm hazy because plot, but you know, I'm everything else. I'm I'm pumped to play. Mm. It's just, I, just I, and I and I I have a lot of faith in the team, but I know Corey is more stepped back on this project than his than God of War, um, because he's working on his own game. Um, so he has been very hands off of this project. He has basically set up the template, but it's for them to execute. He didn't. He's not writing on this one either. So um, he's just consulting every now and then. So um, next game uh, we have. Oh, let's just hit the WB area. Let's hit them one by one. Let's go Gotham Knights. Oh, you know, I, I'm so excited for this game, but I, I. I... I, I. How are you excited not, about uh, this game? It looks like crap. <laughs> I know. I think it looks good, but I think they'll fuck it up. Um, and I don't think this is coming out this year. I, I. This is like a small little theory of mine. I don't think it's coming out this year. I. I think that game's in development hell, and it might be a while before it gets out of it. I. I think there's far more chance of the other two games coming out this year. Nah, I think it hits this year. I think it's the holidays. You it's, might be right, but I think it's the holiday. I, I, I just, I have no confidence in it anymore. Uh, they're gonna try to, they're gonna try to bank this one in December when uh, Aquaman comes out in theaters. Yeah. Would, would not be shocked. Evan, what do you? Th- oh, never mind. All right, moving, moving on. Unless a uh, thumbs up or thumbs oh, down on uh, this one, Evan. I, I, I don't know what this game is yet. If it's a, some sort of like co-op online thing i'm not i'm not interested but yeah well, i guess we'll see that's my issue is it's it's 
it seems to be mainly co-op multiplayer stuff. <laughs> I mean, you can play it single player too. Uh, but the combat looks not as uh, it. It looks as um, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, the combat it it it's different. It looks different. It doesn't. It, I don't think it's the same, and it, it's it's not as tight. I feel like it's way looser, and I know I'm not sure about that. So we'll see. Uh, the next one from them is Hogwarts Legacy. This is a dark and very warm to, no 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 it's a very very dark and and lovely guinness I, i'm gonna just say it like my favorite alcoholic beverage uh is guinness so so yeah. this this is my guinness or, or ipa whichever uh I, I am so excited for this game um but i'm also sad because uh i i remember i was watching sacred symbols yesterday and and colin moriarty says he's heard this game's in a bit of development trouble and probably won't come out this year. And I was like, oh, God, no, please. I, I really want that game as soon as possible. <laughs> um, I'm kind of on 50-50 on this one. Um, I need to see more. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, just just saying you're a wizard in at Hogwarts is not enough for me. Um, uh, especially... Yeah, yeah, I need to see more. Um, mm. I'm, I'm uncertain. I, that's the thing, because even though we haven't seen much of the game, there is a lot of information out there about what it is. Like they, they put out a lot of information and talked about it quite a bit when they initially revealed it. And everything that I read about it then sounded awesome. And I was like, yeah, this is like dream game levels. You know, this is like everything I would have wanted from a Harry Potter game. Um, sure. And so now it's just a waiting game for me, and I really hope it's as good as it sounds because, yeah, it's a dream game for me. And if and if it isn't what I was hoping it will be, it'll be like a huge letdown. <laughs> All right, Evan, what do you think? This, uh, I'm not indifferent per se. Like, I, I don't know how to feel about this because, like you, Mitch, I I haven't I don't I've, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, it's on I've the seen map. Any gameplay. But but like I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. I finally was able to go to Harry Potter World in uh, at U Universal Studios Japan. It was great. I I bought a Dumbledore um, wand. Just walking around that whole area and like doing spells and shit was moving. It was great. And uh, if they can if they can put together like a solid whatever you know like the what what they're saying this game is like uh, I would be happy to play it. But I haven't seen anything yet. So. Um, Sour ale for me at this point, but I, I'm interested. I, I guess sour ale means indifferent, but I think you know what I mean. Just I, I don't know. I don't know just yet. About also, uh, Danboy ninety. Um, I need more context on how Mitch how that should be enough. I'm not sure which which game you're referring to. Um, I might have missed it when you posted that on chat. Um, all right, next game we have uh, the game that has been in. We just have no clue where it is. Um, actually, I'm not even going to list it because it's never going to come out. Uh, I'm just I, I don't know what it is. What was it? Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Because oh. <laughs> it keeps I game pushed. Out soon. It's, game yeah. pushed. it's game pushed again. So um, I'd uh, rather die than play that game. Uh, but we can talk about Dan's favorite game. Mario plus oh, yeah? Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. 
less than oh being a wizard at hogwarts that's damn boy nandy's that should be enough being a wizard at hogwarts it's it's not enough (laughs) it's not enough because how many hogwarts games have i played on my mobile phone where i do stupid spells and i've also played some of the old ps1 uh, harry potter games and those were great those were really fun and those were really exciting but the gameplay is very very kiddish so I'm curious on how you make spells, how you make potions class interesting in a Harry Potter AAA video game. I that's where Wait, you throw you throw spells without actually saying what the spell is. Like what am I what am I throwing yeah, out of my I, wand? Am I supposed I, to have I don't the know. Du- is the dual sense supposed to sense my like throwing of the the wand on onto the spell? I don't know. Uh, maybe it's more, have a weapon may, wheel. Maybe honestly, it's more of a. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in a wheel, yeah. Maybe uh, maybe it's more interesting that this game, uh, the Hogwarts Legacy, maybe should have been a PSVR two game. That might have been more fun. Anyway, um, we'll see. We just haven't seen anything, so I don't know. Um, okay, uh, actually, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Um, I'm giving it a a a uh, IPA. I like the first one. I'm, I think I will enjoy this one. It looks like it's evolving stuff. Um, I'm excited. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the first one a lot. So it's like, uh, it's funny. I don't feel that excited for it, but I know when it comes out, I'll be like, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I want some more of this, you know? But but it's kind of hard to care that much until it's out, to be honest. It's kind of like an easy game to wait for. It's a good way that to put it, actually. Sense. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. All right, moving mm. on. Uh, m- uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, another Dan favorite. Another uh, RT. Uh, this one is made by the people that do um, uh, the... Oh, gosh, why can't I think of the game now? Um, XCOM. XCOM, thank you. I was going to say COM, but Art, I just didn't know the first letter. <laughs> Art, not only is this a tactics game, but doesn't it involve playing cards? No. It's like a, a deck building? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. I think it does have some sort of card functionality. Yeah, I have. That's I even have... worse. That's even yeah. worse. It makes this there, game. There's, there's something to do with cards in there. I, it's uh, go, go ahead, guys. I nothing. No, I, I, nothing. I mean I, I I'm I'm indifferent. I gotta see gameplay of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. Uh, the only thing I would say is that if this game being out there in the ether means XCOM three takes longer to come then I kind of wish this game didn't exist. <laughs> and that's Ooh. like the only thing. Yeah. That's a burn. So moving on to... Right, I, uh, we're almost uh, there. How much... Uh, sorry, Mitch. How much time we have? I've, I've about like five... I got like five minutes left. Okay. We're doing a quick rundown okay. of just one yeah. one word answers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speed round. Yes. This game will make uh, McWomble's uh, uh, name of shame, Redfall. <laughs> um, interested. Need to see gameplay. Uh, yeah, I, I have to give it a sour ale because I, I don't care for old CG only trailers, even though it is Arkham. Arkham? Arcane. <laughs> and I love Arcane. But uh, yeah, I didn't see gameplay, so. Bethesda makes a vid- amazing video games. Uh, Sonic IP, Frontiers. IP all the way. Yes. <laughs> I like how I said no the exact time you said yes. And, and uh, fellas, Sonic I'm, sucks. I'm Sonic has always sucked. No, thank you. I'm on the in between. I'm the sour ale here because I'm. I'm, ah, right. I'm, I'm. We got four against and right in the middle. I'm curious. Interesting. I need to see more. Uh, yeah. Splatoon three. 
That is an IPA. Yeah. <sighs> I bet Kyle. Uh, I love it's this series. Okay. Uh, really popular in Japan, by the way. A lot of my students play Splatoon, and they talk about it all the time. Uh, it looks like they're involving more traversal, which would be cool. Um, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Yes. Sign me up. Uh, on the fence? Hazy-ish? It, it, like, it looked cool. Like, Boomerang had some pretty cool traversal. Doing, like, some, like, double jumps and throwing stuff and flipping to get up to, like, higher ground. But I need to see more. Honestly, uh, the Sunset Overdrive vibes I got from the last trailer just made me interested, like, a lot. Mine is Mik Mikhail. I think it looks like trash. And I can't <laughs> stand the banter. Um, I think the writing is awful. Oh, I love it. I think the it's writing great. is some of the worst I've seen in video games in quite some time. The humor does not like, land at all. I like how polarizing. Like I say yes, <laughs> Liam says no, Mitch says trash, Liam says per like I I love it. It's good. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're all. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll love this one, Evan. Have very different. Opinions. You'll love this one. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. The only thing that comes, well, obviously, Blasphemous. Two, which comes out in 2023, is the only game that actually matters uh, <laughs> for future releases. IPA. Second to that is Shredder's Revenge, which is an IPA. Yeah, that's an IPA. IPA. Burkoff, I know that's an IPA for you as well. Merc Womble, he's a he's a beat em up fan. Maybe that's an IPA for him. But yeah, that's a Liam. That's a style. Uh, kind of indifferent, to be honest. I I, I don't yeah. like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so it's. Even though uh, the game Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. And the final game, fellas. The oh. final game. Breath of the Wild. Or sorry, Zelda the sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Not coming out this year. I think it's holiday. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I immediately take my uh, my statement back. Um Blasphemous 2 is the most important thing that'll ever exist. In the future, and then the sequel to Breath of the Wild, and then Shredder's Revenge. Sorry, I take that. I'm a sour <laughs> ale. You know my issues oh. with the first game. I I'm nervous on how this game has evolved and if it actually has evolved because I think Breath of the Wild is the most uh, overhyped game ever in the history of video okay. games and overrated in the history of video oh. games. It's definitely overrated. I, I still think you it has its merits. You know what? And I will say, Mitch, if because you know how we've done like a Last of Us episode, a Red Dead, uh, Red Dead Redemption two episode. If you want to get like Erebus Jones on with you and wh whoever else, and do like oh, a absolute like two hour trash fest takedown of Breath of the Wild, I will watch it. I'll be <laughs> yeah, fine. I, mean, I, I, I would because... enjoy the show, that, to be honest. Well, Evan, we technically At... did that years ago when when I played both Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. You played Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I also was playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and then Vin Not was playing Lord. and Vin was playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and we kind of compared um, at that time. So I, I, I've, yeah. I've left all my cards on the table. I think it's a great. I think it's a good game. Not sorry. I think it's a good to great game, not a game changing forever. Be one of the greatest games of all time yeah. type of games. Fair enough. I, I roll material right there all right yeah. is there a game i forgot before we go fellas uh you you did forget kirby but uh oh my we, gosh we can talk about that at some point. jesus oh, christ Final Fantasy I, 16 as well i don't Ooh. think it's coming this oh, year yeah. 
I, I that's, think that's it will. Like, no, I think it'll be awesome. Place I think it will not make it because they have already had to delay it. So I thought it would be coming this year, but after the delay of they can't even show stuff to us until early this well, year, um, that made yeah. me worried that it's not going to make it. That it'll just fall out. I think it'll be March of next year. If it was Nomura who was involved with this game, I would say no way. But but I trust the developers of Final Fantasy fourteen. I think they'll get it out in November. Uh, couldn't have said it better. I agree with everything Liam just said about sixteen. Well, I, don't think right, I, I have to. I have to leave. By the way, I got to go shopping for dinner. And on that note. Imagine there's some music playing and there's an outro yeah. fading into the into the distance into the sunset. All right, guys, uh, great to talk to you. I I do have to leave, but uh, cheers for setting everything up, Mitch. Liam, good to see you. I'll yeah, catch you guys did. later. Yeah, right. See you later.